Happy Thursday. Welcome to Wandermore, a podcast for travel enthusiasts, restless nomads, and excursionists alike. I'm Colleen. And I'm Paul. And we are here in our Georgetown abode. I'm drinking some rosé cava with a dried hibiscus flower floating in it that I don't know how I feel about it yet, but it looks beautiful. It does look beautiful, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, I'm having the same thing with just a dash of Aperol. And yours looks so beautiful, ruby red. Yeah, Because it's already a rosé base. Yeah. Although it was hard for me to make because normally I just eye it based off of color, so... I hope it's okay. And I will admit that Is when I, I forgot that you were making it with rosé sparkling. And so you came over with this glass. I was like, oh man, that's a lot of Aperol. You're like, bitch. <laughs> um, so today, where are we heading to? So today, we're going about 25 miles-ish north mm. of Big Sur. Uh, how are we getting there? <laughs> uh, via the Bixby Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, y'all know the song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you don't see our last episode or watch Big Little Lies either, will work. Big Little Lies. Okay. Yes. Got it. Obviously, we're bringing this up because it was filmed in Monterey. Yeah. A good part of it. Uh, parts were also filmed in LA in the way that that happens and Pacific Grove. But yes, yeah, so today we're, we're going over the Bixby Bridge. We are leaving Big Sur. Not actually because we're actually quarantined. In spirit. I guess this can be kind of a little like wanderlust. It's about 320 miles north of LAX for context and just over 100 miles south of SFO. Closest airport, I would say, would be San Jose. Closest real airport, I would say, would be San Jose. Yeah. Although there were some murmurs online that people should fly into Santa Barbara Airport and then drive up. Which clearly whoever wrote that has not flown into Santa Barbara Airport. And doesn't and up. doesn't Monterey have its own airport too? Um, sure, yeah, for uh, Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon yeah. and Shiloh Colleen Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and me. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that, I mean, that's how we got there. Obviously, <laughs> it's a city located in Monterey County, the southern edge of Monterey Bay on California's central coast. It was founded June third, seventeen seventy. During this period, Monterey hosted California's first theater. Public building, public library, publicly funded school, go California, printing press, and newspaper. It was originally the only port of entry for taxable goods in California. There's Mm. quite a bit of Mexican influence. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that had to do with the war and Mexico gaining independence from Spain. And so I think the history in the early 1800s leading up to the creation of what is sort of now Monterey, the city. According to 2010... Do you want to guess the population? I would say oh. it's around 25,000. Oh, very close. Yeah, 27,810. And that's as of 2010. So, yeah, people like it. Famous people like it. Do they? Yeah. Like who? <laughs> John Steinbeck. Never heard of him. Um, I think he wrote some books. <laughs> <laughs> he actually grew up in Salinas lived in Pacific Grove, which we should also caveat this. So this is mainly Monterey. However, Pacific Grove and Monterey, they're so close to each other. We're just going to like lump them together. John Steinbeck lived many years in Pacific Grove and also briefly in the city of Monterey. Did you have any notable people that you wanted to bring up? John Steinbeck was my most notable person. <laughs> oh, I stole it. You did. Sorry. You did. Okay. Well, I should have shared because I had a lot more. Doris Day. 
Lisa Bruce, who's a film producer, still living. Oh. And Salvador Dali. He had a studio there. Yeah. He had a studio in the 1920s, which is the present day Santa Catalina school grounds. Wow. I know, right? Yeah. Could you imagine going to school there? Um, no. Salvador Dali, just like, he was like, Chilling, oh, walking around. Chilling. Yeah. <laughs> So we've never stayed in Monterey proper. We always stay in Carmel and then we'll dip down to Big Sur and pop up to Monterey Pacific Grove. If you were going to Monterey only, how long would you go for? Maybe two days, Mm, I would say. Yeah. There's certainly a lot to do, Mm. but quite a few things can be done all in one day. In conjunction. Yeah. 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 So I would say two two days And, and we don't have kids. But um, I think it's a pretty good mix of family things and adult only things. So I think both types of people can enjoy Monterey. I 100% agree with you. I feel like there is a good mix for families and for just people going without kids. I mean, inherently just through the types of activities, it can be enjoyed by all ages. Also plenty of beaches and parks etc for kids to run around and get all tuckered out yeah yeah we haven't stayed in any of the hotels around there however when we do next time because i think next time we should maybe consider a night in Monterey. oh yeah i have a spot that i want to stay oh yes okay you go first because i have several but there's a clear winner so okay we'll so see if you pick it i'm curious yeah. now but yeah. we always walk by it i think it's just perfectly located but the portola hotel Right downtown. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's extremely luxurious necessarily. No. But it is right there. Mm. It has everything you need. It has a, a pretty cool pool. Like the location is incredible. Okay. But- Interesting. Okay. This is good though. This is good. Because I had that as a also pending your preference. This is a place you should consider. Do you have a price point for that? It. I looked at random dates yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in fall. Okay. And but it, not like this weekend because that feels unfair. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, well, depending on what type of room you want. Yeah. One fifty to three hundred. Any other hotels that you had on your docket, or that was like your one. An interesting option if you're looking for more of like a B and B type of thing. Yes. But Seven Gables Inn is yeah. pretty thick in terms yeah. of their social hour. Yeah. They are located right in the water. It's like a whole little community sort of thing. Totally. So that's that's another one that I guess it, it's a completely different experience and yeah. it's a little bit off the beaten path. Did you look up the price point on this? It was definitely more expensive than Portola and it was, you know, I thought it was pretty high. Yeah, I was shocked at how expensive it was. I looked up later May, which I know is going to be a more popular time to go there. It was like four fifty a night. Yikes. So if you're a old rich person... This is your jam. Place I would recommend, mm. and we've walked by this, is the Monterey Plaza Hotel. Did you okay. see it? I did. Dude, okay. It is so cute. It is 100% where I would want to stay. Around late 2017, 2018, they did a renovation in the best way possible. Yeah, that's yeah. what I noticed. Right in the thick of it. Very walkable spot. It's on a pier that overlooks the water. Dude, they have so many. They have like the wraparound terraces filled with fire pits. And there are so many fire pits that there's a fire pit menu. Come on. Yeah. 
That obviously includes oysters. Thank you. It's but great. so what's the price point? I was seeing like two fifty. I Were you say, seeing more? Well, I was. That was my takeaway was this hotel was beautiful, a little bit more expensive, yeah. but it's it's like, as you said, right in Cannery Row. Yeah. And I guess if you're going to Monterey and you're dead set on staying in Monterey, I would stay there. And, and just the lay of the land sort of, um, we alluded to this before, but there's Monterey just north of that. There's Cannery Row. Which is still in Monterey, but yeah, it's yeah. hugging the water. Yeah. And then northwest of that is Pacific Grove. Mm. And Pacific Grove is sort of a it's it's sort of a hilltop town with a very sort of steep path yeah. down to the water. Yeah. So depending on where you are in Pacific Grove, you could either walk straight down to Cannery Row or straight down to where Seven Gables is, which is just slightly north on the water. And all of this we're talking about is about one and a half to two miles walking distance from every one of the hotels that we were just discussing. What were your favorite things to do when we were in Monterey? Obviously, we like to walk. Mm-hmm. What I like about it is you'll stumble upon some very interesting places right away. So in between the bars and restaurants, there is the Monterey Bay Aquarium, for example, which is right on the water, essentially. The building itself is beautiful. Inside is beautiful. So yeah, Monterey Aquarium, 100%. And the other one I want to shout out, because I think it's so cool, mm. even though it's touristy, okay. is Fisherman's Wharf yes. is so cool. So it's it's an actual wharf, a working wharf, in the sense that all of the restaurants and businesses there are, are truly there. They're actually, you know, legitimate businesses. It's the most <laughs> interesting thing because you have people sort of all outside each of the restaurants on either side of the wharf that are calling out to you to try their chowder and mm. try their... The their, their fish yeah all of the places are fairly good deals yeah. and the views are so cool also because it reminds me a lot of carmel where there's mm. rocky seashore yeah but then beautiful beach so yeah. it, it, you kind of have both maine or yes, massachusetts maine, uh like yeah. coastline which yeah. is rocky and then you have the sandy beach right next to it which yeah. is kind of cool yeah. and you don't really see that uh, at least i didn't see that anywhere else truly on the west coast or yeah. as as obviously similar to uh, to like Maine. I would also say, well, we talked about Cannery Row before. Lots of like old wooden buildings. There's like the arch that goes across the street that has the Cannery Row sign. That's a beautiful place to take a picture. Because Salvador Dali lived there for a bit, there's actually a Salvador Dali museum, which I don't know if y'all love him as much as I do, or I just was oddly obsessed with him in high school, but... There's also the Monterey Museum of Art, which is an annex museum with the Salvador Dali Museum. So those are both options to go to. And then the aquarium Paul talked about before. It's actually one of the largest aquariums in North America. Monterey is known for its abundance of marine life, which includes sea lions, sea otters, harbor seals, Bat rays, which you can pet at the aquarium, which is really cool. Pelicans, be still my heart. Dolphins and several species of whales. So you can see obviously why the aquarium is quite popular here. And also scuba diving is quite popular here. 
And then so Fisherman's Wharf, actually, just for some context about it, it was constructed in 1845. Wow. And there are a bunch of different spots do some whale watching at the end of the pier. I know a lot of other places where it's whale watching, you have to go out in the boat, but you can actually watch it from the pier. We haven't seen a whale, but we have seen the otters and we have seen the sea lions, which are beautiful. And we have seen people who have seen whales. We just missed <laughs> yeah. the the time when we the whale were, showed. Yeah, we his were doing the herself. chowder samples. Yeah. We were distracted by exactly, the chowder samples. Exactly. I blame me. <laughs> also about Cannery Row. So it was several companies, mainly sardines. So large sardine canneries and packing houses from the 1920s up until the 1950s when sardines started becoming overfished and the industry essentially collapsed. The neighborhood was largely empty up until the 1950s through the 1980s. It was the aquarium itself that revitalized the neighborhood and it's now the number one tourist destination in Monterey and several of the canneries burnt down in the 1970s and some of their empty foundations are still visible along the oceanfront. Other places that you would recommend? There's quite a few beaches and and parks that I would recommend. So um, we finally got to go, although it was a little bit dead because of the time of year, but still beautiful, Lover's Point Park. Yes, which if you guys are Big Little Lies fans... In season one, they were going to this one coffee place, which actually isn't a coffee place. And they didn't start serving coffee till after season one premiered when everyone would go there and request coffee. And actually the owner bought an espresso machine. Oh, The original place in season one where they got coffee and they were sitting out on the little patio overlooking the water. That is in Fisherman's Wharf. In season two, the coffee place that they went to That is actually in Lover's Point Park. And that was built by the people who designed the set. That does not actually exist. It's unfortunately not a coffee place. And after they finished filming season two, the actual structure that was built was donated to Pacific Grove. It's probably in some storage. And they are allegedly going to bring it out. But that is the actual physical location. And Seven Gables is located pretty much next door to uh, Lover's Point. So you're kind of right there. You have a beach to yourself, and that's not true. There will be a lot of people there. But (laughs) you can at least see it from your your room. Yeah, there's a whole walking path along the water that you can go from, which we did, you can go from Fisherman's Wharf all the way up to Lover's Point. And then if you stayed on that path, there is the Point Lighthouse. And if you were to follow that road even further, mm. you'd go to, which we haven't been to yet, but okay. you've mentioned several times, and yes. I really want to go, um, But and I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but Asilomar that. State Park? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. It's a good beach view spot, yes. And so it's looking out at the actual ocean versus the harbor. Mm. So you have a different expansive view, whereas when you're in Canary Row, for example, or if you're in Fisherman's Wharf, you can actually look out across, and you'll see... Moss Landing and Salinas, you'll see kind of across the bay. The view from this beach um, would be ocean, ocean, ocean. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, (laughs) I would absolutely recommend that as a um, sunset picnic beach spot. From a view perspective, absolutely. That is where you want to be like chilling at sunset because it's West Coast. And If you continue to hug the coast. Oh, shoot. Okay. So we're now basically just... 
traversing the entire peninsula along the coast, okay. you'll be hit at the start of 17 Mile Drive oh, in Pebble Beach. Not... Oh, wow. Literally, you oh. can go beach hopping, oh. and there are six different beaches that you can hit if you took a bike and you were to bike around, I would say, five miles total, gets you to Fisherman's Wharf, mm. Lover's Point, Asilomar. 17 mile drive and in between all those spots there are several small beaches that you can kind of stop off at so there's just countless places for picnics del monte beach one of the beaches that you will pass in that stretch is actually the scene in big little lies where the three of them the three of them yeah the three of them are running along the beach where they're in like the little puffer jackets i think it's season one just for a visual, like that's one of the spots. Um, it's a beautiful beach. Other places, California's first theater, which I had mentioned before, it's located in Monterey State Park, and it was constructed as a lodge and as a tavern, and it was first made for sailors who were stationed in California as a source of entertainment. The other place that I had was the Monarch Sanctuary. Pacific Grove has one of the largest overwintering sites in America. The monarchs migrate to safe overwintering sites. So monarchs that are east of the Rocky Mountains spend their winters in central Mexico. And monarchs that are west of the Rockies migrate to California's central coast. Wow. En route, they may travel as far as 2,000 miles covering about 100 miles per day and flying as high as 10,000 feet. Best time to go is November to February from 12 to 3 because it's the warmest time of the day. Yeah. And then the other thing that I found that never crossed our radar for some reason is Monterey State Historic Park has these series of secret gardens. There's a map, which we'll link to, and the gardens are open every day from 9 to 4 for free during the winter months, and then starting May, it's open till 5, and you don't need reservations. I want to show you. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow. That's unbelievable. Well, I had one more oh, that I yeah. really quickly. Yeah. So there's a park called Dennis the Menace Park. <gasps> mm, we didn't get person. to go to, yeah. go to, but um, it was essentially named because of the altruism of Hank Ketchum, who was the original creator of the comic strip. Mm. But it's sort of this mix of like Ketchum. Ash Ketchum. Got to catch them all. Pokemon. Uh. But um, <laughs> it's, it's like a playground slash park. Pretty cool. I think that definitely worth it just to walk through. It's about half mile from I was downtown ask. Monterey. Oh. Oh, lovely. And maybe a mile or so from Cannery Row. Okay. So not too bad. Okay. Do you have a picture of the park? Because I'd love do. to see it. So there's a man-made lake. Oh. Um, pond, I guess, right yeah. around it. And then yeah. just, and we're talking that like um, maybe <laughs> several hundred yards from the actual um, Del Monte Beach. Kind of reminds me of the Mission Bay Sports area in san diego where it's this whole it's mission bay yeah if you're if you know san diego and park playground near water yeah but you're actually like if you go high enough you can actually see the ocean beyond that it's so weird you look down one of the alleyways yeah down like santa barbara ave yeah or whatever and you can see the ocean on the other side yeah yeah what's the hotel that's there 
Catamaran? Yeah, Catamaran. That's a good landmark. In San Diego. Um, if you yeah. guys yeah, yeah, if you guys want to Google that to get some like street views, if you look at Catamaran, literally their quote front yard would be the bay. Yeah. And their backyard would be the ocean. <laughs> so <laughs> So we've walked around. I want coffee. Where are we going? We're probably going to I think it's called Bright Coffee. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. So um they have quite a few Lighthouse different things. Ave. Yeah, yeah, I think they have, I believe it's like a nitro cold brew or something. Mm-hmm. And that would be in Pacific Grove. Yes. Captain and Stoker, which we didn't get to go to. I that think it was a timing familiar. issue. Super cute. Must be newer because that was not there years ago. It's on Franklin. I also would recommend Water and Leaves, which we did get to go to. It was right in Fisherman's Wharf. And it actually, yeah, actually brews Wrecking Ball Coffee, which seems kind of random because I didn't, it's a coffee brewer out of San Francisco that I've, we've been to in San Francisco, but it's a, it seems like an odd partnership, but good coffee and uh, water and leaves itself because it's on the pier, you can sit at this high top table where if you just peek your head outside, it's just water and seals i think just underrated spot to get coffee it's not overpriced it's actually really good coffee despite it being in this very touristy area i would absolutely recommend water and leaves bright coffee 100 and captain stoker and coffee slash lunch place i would say is this place called happy girl kitchen co which looks super cute also in downtown monterey that straight up there is an Instagram picture of Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, and that other chick, you know her name, the one with the bangs, that they all got lunch at. So approved by Big Little Eyes crew and also Colleen and Paul. Yes. In case you were nervous. More importantly, Colleen and Paul. <laughs> Those are coffee places. If we want something a bit heavier, like restaurants for dinner and or drinks what are your faves i'll just get it out in the open yeah yeah, do it crown and anchor oh yes yeah yeah. so they it's a fish and chips joint yes it's downstairs yeah yeah. it is it's just past that hotel yep what is it called again portola yeah 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 Yeah, it's um right on the um i think it's alvarado street or like Mm. the main street in monterey just so cute. Every time we've been there, we've struck up a conversation with someone. Sometimes it's a local. Sometimes it's a visitor or a tourist. Like, it's just awesome. And so you go there for a drink or two. You get some fish and chips. Yeah, and well-priced all around. It's downstairs, which I know could be sometimes creepy for bars, but just it makes it feel all that much more cozy. And it's decked out like it is a pub that is decked out like British style and when we went there we went there the first time for Thanksgiving on a whim and we were like oh my god this is amazing and the second time was right around Christmas and it was the perfect mix of like cozy British pub plus all the kitschy Christmas decorations yeah the lights everywhere and all of the the garland yeah Great place to go. Good happy hour and even non-happy hour, good prices. Yeah. What about you? Okay, this is a chain, but it's a mini chain. I want to mention it because it has an excellent happy hour, which is the thing we love. And great views, if I know who you're t- what you're talking about. And very good views. Yeah, the Chart House. So the Chart House is a little bit, it's north of the wharf. 
depending what you're doing that day, it could be the perfect break point if you just want to like sit down, get some of their calamari, which is what I would recommend getting from there, and have a drink. It gets packed there. Every time we've tried to go there, we could barely get a seat. The first time we went there, we just kind of like stood at the end of the bar and struck up a lovely conversation with people who were down from Marin. Yep. Also, if you want like a fancier dinner, which is where the couple from Marin was going for dinner, um, there is this place called Passion Fish, which is like a proper sit down. It has the worst logo on the planet. I mean, of course it does. But great reviews. Yeah. I think that's more telling of the average age of the people. All the people from Seven Cables in yeah, exactly. are going to walk on down around 4.30 They're p.m. taking the shuttle. <laughs> taking the shuttle um, to go to Passion Fish. If you're looking for a white tablecloth, that's your place. If you're not looking for a white tablecloth and you miss San Diego, I would recommend Morisco's Puerto Nuevo. Nuevo? She lived in San Diego for two years. I took French. They have really good shrimp tacos, very well priced. They're a drive. If you don't want to drive and you still want tacos, a little bit pricier, but still we're talking tacos here, is cult tacos, the the trendier Chipotle aesthetic. And they serve booze. Go cult taco. They're right by the Trader Joe's, walkable from the wharf, walkable if you're at Crown and Anchor and you want tacos after. They also have a happy hour. Uh, Monday through Friday, 3 to 5, with $5 wine and marks. So that'll offset the fact that they are street tacos and they are like $5. But I still stand by it. I think it's a good option. Other bars. Jenny's Kitchen and Wine Bar. You stole that. Your ideal... <laughs> I found it in the first place. No. Ideally, you get into Monterey. You have lunch somewhere at the Happy Girl Kitchen. You get lunch there. You get some coffee, you walk around the wharf, then you walk up to Pacific Grove, you go to Lover's Point, you see the lighthouse, and then you cut in, go up the hill, and you're right around happy hour time. You pop into Jenny's Wine Bar, which has happy hour every day, four to six, and it has $8 like cool cocktails. We'll always note like cocktails and then cool cocktails, like AKA interesting ones where you're like, what's that ingredient? Or you're like, I actually want to try to recreate this at home. And they also have truffle fries. So climb up that hill, get yourself a cool cocktail and a basket of truffle fries, which we'll be doing in an hour. Other places, not my cup of tea, but some people's cup of tea. Field work, that's in downtown Monterey. And then there's also... Do it. Alvarado. Alvarado. <laughs> You're the best. New Evan. She hasn't even finished her glass of wine. <laughs> they both have really cool oh, outdoor oh. areas. Is it by the water? And so, no. Oh. But field so work, though, field work is actually a block from our favorite pizza in the entire world in Berkeley. Oh, shoot. It's right by that Safeway. So, oh, by that weird burger place that we're yeah. like, fuck, I wish it wasn't a burger place because it has yep. great outdoor seating. Oh, interesting. But um, no, but Alvarado, that's the one that we, so we walk by, it's right by the Trader Joe's. We walk by it and it's got that oh, whole outdoor area. We never in Monterey. S- yeah. Not in Berkeley. Yeah. All these picnic tables set up. 
the brewery itself, well, maybe there's another section, but where you would get the drinks is kind of like, looks like this old wooden shack that you like walk up to the high top bar. Ton of fire pits. And the last place, um, I probably should have mentioned this earlier, but I think it's really funny. Yeah. Um, So there's a place called Michael's Grill, which we've tried to go several times actually <gasps> the taco place that doesn't sound like it should be a taco place. exactly totally. yeah, yeah. so this Which is, is like almost also. five yeah. stars on yelp oh shit with hundreds of reviews wow. and the place is called michael's it has amazing talk two times we've actually decided to go it was closed because of around christmas and, and that's yeah i am so eager to go back yeah. and finally try Michael's. Just so excited. Okay, interesting. I'm so curious how it compares then. I think we're going to have to do a taco off between Michael's It's the sexiest and... thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> and Marisco's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Sushi Time, which 20 we, minutes away circle. from Carmel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, What's it's, the area It's called? in It's in Seaside. Oh, yeah, Seaside. Yeah. Which, and, spoiler... Doesn't sound as great as it is from a location perspective, but sushi time is fucking great. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cease- oh, yeah. And what's the day they do like a half off sake? Was it oh, Thursday? Yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Perspective. Really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seaside is just basically um, on the other side of the mouth of the bay. It's the Brookfield. It really, yeah. I mean, no one, you know, again, of Brookfield, Monterey. Connecticut. Um, it's definitely the, like, commercial. It's got, like, it's so funny. It's it's located right next to Sand City. So Sand City, Seaside, and that's where you go to get sushi and Chinese food. It's yeah. just really interesting. Classic California. Where is this sushi place located? Oh, yeah. It's right next to a nail salon. Yeah. Strip and, mall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's in a strip mall. Yeah, it's a strip mall. And is there's it, definitely yeah. like a liquor store there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which isn't that bad. Well, we've been we, in there. Yeah, yeah, we've been in there. Obviously. Also, there's <laughs> a safe waiting way. for a sushi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. When it's not Thursday. Yeah, when it's, yeah, yeah. When it's, yeah, no, great shout out. Although there was a hard and fast rule. Pacific Grove and Monterey only. That is the only slide I will let happen. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> also, sweets. Yeah, a couple yeah. great places, actually. Weird thing about Monterey. There are so fucking many French patisseries. I don't know what is up with that. I'm not complaining. So yeah. the one I had was uh, Parker Lusso. Yes. I was going to just say that um, this place, and this might apply to the places you're going to mention mm-hmm. too, they all work French hours too. To like get there in the yeah. two hours and 10 minutes they're open each day. Yeah. Obviously exaggerating, but like it, they have weird hours. And yeah, sometimes they they'll do just have be weird closed. hours. Yeah. So they're definitely going to close probably around like three or four. Yeah. So sometimes uh, when we go they're in. They're retired. Yeah. We go into Monterey <laughs> from Carmel, let's say, and yeah. the first place we'll go is actually to get. Sweets, because yeah. we'll save them for later. And then also there's Pavel's, which is the other one. This is our specific preference on sweets. There are other places. There are like some ice cream places and stuff like that. Charm score. I believe I gave Carmel a 9 or a 10 in terms of charm. Monterey, I would say, is it's hard for me to, to give it a number without comparing it to its surroundings. Yeah. So I yeah. would say that... Monterey by itself is very charming, mm. but it's more of a, a tourist center than it is. than Carmel. Um, I would say I would say Monterey is probably a seven. Okay. Okay. What about you? I, I think I might agree. 
agree with you, right? I, I'll give some room. I'll say seven. Also, because I feel like you are immersed in the feeling of a neighborhood in the same way you would in the Carmel. Yeah. Like you're not seeing as many houses unless you're going by the wine bar that we talked about. Yeah. Or you're heading up to the lighthouse area. Okay, final question. Is it worth it or is it overrated? On the whole, totally worth it. Yeah. There's just no way that you could go to any of these areas. Carmel, Big Sur, San Jose, even. Uh, Gilroy. <laughs> San Jose's like, uh, thanks. Yeah, that without without going to Monterey. Yeah. It's so cool. I've never yeah. been... I can't exactly translate it to a place on the East Coast just yet. Yeah. Definitely a great way to spend two to three days. Yeah. What do you think? No, I agree. I agree. I love it at least a day or two in Monterey, even though we're not staying there. And so. that's grown. Like, I it think has. as we've it gone has. to Carmel, we've incorporated more aspects of Pacific Grove and Monterey each year. Yeah. Which says something, I think. Yeah, we didn't even do Pacific Grove last year, and that's why we added it in, because there were so many just beautiful natural gems that we were missing out on, so. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for this edition of the Warner More Podcast. You can find some links to the things that we talked about on our show page, which is up and it's beautiful, at wandermore.io slash podcast. You can email us at podcast at wandermore.io. <laughs> Nailed it. You can download our entire catalog of Wandermore when you subscribe. Just search for Wandermore in your podcast app of choice. I'm Colleen. Until we hang next time. Have a nice trip. I didn't get to do my, um, my interesting fact, by the way. <gasps> Okay, we're back, guys, for the fun fact. Yeah. This is very important. Paul forgot the funnest fact yeah. of them all. So That's ready for this? Fact. Yeah, yeah. So do you know that Monterey has the highest number of translators per capita in the United States? Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. You're going to become a translator in Monterey. I am. 